So hi everybody. Well, Here we are. Hello. And hi, ready everybody. Ready to have a great call and answer a lot of great questions. You guys are always asking us some perceptive, intelligent questions and we love those. We we love giving you questions that apply to the real world too. Stuff you guys are really running into. And I love any question that has to do with a deal. That's our favorite, right, Lynette? Absolutely, and just I know you guys all know us because if you're on the right phone call, this is the alumni call, which means you've already been to the Quick Start Real Estate School. So if you haven't been to the Quick Start Real Estate School and you're on this alumni call, you're on the wrong call. Yes. Somehow you <laughs> so, managed to sneak your way on, but most of us guys were, everybody on the call should be, have already gone to the Quick Start so you will all have known us because Lynette and I, uh, that's Brian and Lynette Wolf, the Wolf yep, Couple, right, hon? Oh. Oh. <laughs> yes, we're at all of the quick starts with Ron, uh, help and teach and, and um, get you guys prepped and ready to go out there and conquer the world and do for skills. Those, for those of you that maybe are a guest and possibly on the phone call, we will give you a quick update. We actually... Uh, had the pleasure of meeting Ron Grand about 15 years ago, That's and uh, he really, really, truly changed our life. We owe him everything. I know a lot of people um, sing the same song, and uh, we love him, and uh, he's just been incredible. He's changed our life, and we even have the privilege of taking annual vacations with him in Beverly, and uh, we teach alongside with him. But most importantly, we live in Arizona, um, and we average six deals a month. We've got three local acquisitionists. And we've closed over $100 million worth of real estate transactions just ourselves. So That's we are the king and queen of the great automation. Thing. Yep. Go ahead, hon. Oh, I just going to say we're the king and queen of automation and delegation. Yeah. So go ahead, hon. Yeah, so guys, uh, we actually used to both be realtors. And so I'm sure some of you on the call uh, are from that background. And we had that approach. And also we were doing investing uh, but most of, most of us uh, start off doing it a couple of the hardest ways, which is income property, being a landlord, and that's not usually very much fun, right, honey? <laughs> yeah, we call that adult daycare. That's right. So, <laughs> and then the other type, the other type of deal that most folks uh, try is rehabs, and that's a, a very tough deal. Now, there's eight deals that we talk about. And I, we want you guys to be aware transaction engineers, like we talk at the quick start, so that you can identify any type of deal and be a deal structuring expert like we are. And so that's, that's really important uh, that you understand so that it turns a, you know, a little lead sheet uh, into uh, you know, one little lead sheet that's worth three cents. It could be worth $30,000 if you know what you're doing. And so that's why we have these great calls that help support you guys, and you hopefully have great deals that we can help you structure and yes. figure out how to make money. Speaking of deals, Brian, uh, I have, we have quite a few right here that I'm looking at, uh, Wayne and Susan and uh, quite a few students uh, sent in the lead sheets to us ahead of time. That's right, so and so get in do, the let queue. Me really, uh, let me explain something really fast just in case you haven't been on the call first off. Go ahead and mark your calendars for the fourth Monday of every month, okay? The fourth Monday of every month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's the alumni call, okay? So if you want to mark out or do with your smartphone, you know, the appointment, uh, appointment reminder so that uh, you don't miss this call because this is a more advanced call. 
Uh, like Brian mentioned, these um, questions and deals are more complicated. Uh, the second Monday of every month is the Gold Club call. And if you're a member, you can ask questions. If not, you just listen. So, but make sure to mark out your calendars. Now, if you have questions right now or deals, because I'm looking at about, me and Brian are looking at about uh, eight lead sheets right now that were sent in from lots of different students. Hit star six to get in the queue. So star six gets you in the queue, but don't hit it again because that would take you out of the queue. So star six um, to get in the queue, and we'll jump in and go over these uh, uh, lead sheets, or if you just have questions like Brian said. But uh, one last thing I was going to say about us is that um, we love uh, working with our family. Me and Brian are lucky that we get to uh, spend so much time together, and we've been married, I'm not going to tell you how many years because it's over 30, um, but we're going to ask you a quiz question next time we see you. Um, and um, our two sons do the business with us, Dashiell, he's 26 years old, and Kale, he's 23. We have the privilege of uh, working with our loved ones, and we love that. Mm -hmm. That's right. And, guys, this is a family business, and uh, you're not trying to come off like a big company. And I talk about this at the classes, that, you know, you're, uh, you are somebody who does investing in the area, and you're uh, somebody's neighbor, and you work, and, you know, we have what we call a real estate investor bio that we have people prepare. If you guys remember, you all should remember from the quick start. And this is, if you aren't using this, this is a great technique which will help relax you and let them know who you are. If you can write a, a quick three sentence under 20 seconds, a little quick blurb of who you are and talk about, you know, well, well I've lived in the area for over 20 years uh, and I, do, I work down here and I also do real estate investing and we love working with buyers and sellers in the area. Something like that is fine. You know, just something quick like that so they know who you are, that you're not a hedge fund in that. So now when you get on the phone with these, with everybody you get on the phone with, that's the highest and best use of your time. So the, every minute that you're talking to a seller and every minute that you're out at people's houses looking at their properties, that's the highest and best use of your time. So coming out of the quick start, your focus should be, everybody should be writing this down if you don't already have this or remember this from the boot camp, everybody should be devoting 7 to 10 hours a week uh, on this and they should be talking to between uh, we're, I'm going to say between five and ten sellers every week. That's not that many. Five and ten seller, and more. You know, more uh, is great. So more is better. But at least five to ten a week. So what does that add up to? Maybe twenty to forty, or even fifty a month. And you should be shooting for one to two appointments out in people's houses per week, which would result in four to eight, let's say, appointments in a month. Now, if you're hitting those kind of numbers. And, and it all comes down to how many leads. You know, if you've got, if you're talking to 20, now what's a lead? A lead is a person with a house for sale, and you talk to them. So if you talk to somebody and they're trying to sell their house and you talk about the financing, you talk about Pretty House, you offer that as an option, that's, a, you know, that's a closing call and that's a lead. All right, so you've talked to a lead. So we want you to talk to, you know, do that 20 times. But the faster you can get to 50, the faster you make money. So just keep doing that. Keep those numbers in mind. And if you're not hitting those numbers, uh, then, you know, you need to make smart adjustments. And that's what we're about on this call, too, is to help you guys with that. Oh, yes, yes. And we're going to dive right into the questions real fast. Uh, right now, we um, are actually in 
Las Vegas. So we're hoping that uh, some of you guys on the call are going to be here at the summit in Las Vegas, which actually uh, check-in is tomorrow um, here at the summit. And this is a gorgeous resort, the Green Valley Ranch Resort. Incredible. I mean, Brian and I have been to uh, Vegas many, many times and stayed at many nice resorts, but you guys are going to love this. Hopefully, uh, you guys um, on the call, some of you are coming to the summit because we want to make you a lot of money, and I know that they're going to be doing a ton of deal structuring, lots of new cutting-edge information. Um, so hopefully, we'll be seeing you guys here. And um, the next... Oh, remember, uh, if you're not going to the summit... You, you should have something on your schedule. This helps keep you focused. You should, have, you should know the next event you're going to. And That's a really good point, Brian. Yeah, um, and it, it, fact, it should uh, probably be, it, it might be a quick start. So remember, you yeah, should go back say, for free. I'm sorry, baby. We both have to talk. Um, the Quick Start Real Estate School is once a month. You can come back for free, uh, you and your uh, partner uh, for free, um, for the whole 12 months. Now, after that, it's only 500 bucks. And do you think the marketplace changes dramatically after a couple of years? Absolutely. Uh, there didn't used to be the uh, acts, the signing contract terms, the big chunks, the uh, luxury homes. Um, things are always on the cutting edge. And a lot of people say this is a real hot marketplace, and we have lots of new cutting edge information we go over at the Quick Start Real Estate School on that. And then lastly, like Brian said, getting it on your calendar. I know a lot of you guys are coming to business management. Um, that is actually August 22nd and I, I'm sorry, August 24th and 25th. Is that right? Yeah. August 24th and 25th is uh, the business management, Jacksonville, Florida. Incredible. And I know that um, you guys, a lot of you guys are coming to that. And then the two days prior, you can come to our Taking Action Communication Workshop. Honey, you want to tell them about that real fast? Uh, yeah, that's an awesome event. That's just a, a two-day event just with Lynette and I, so it's pretty intense. And uh, we really get into everything that you need to think, the right way to think, to be successful in this business. And we talk about habits. We talk about what, success, what habits the successful investors uh, are doing, you know, what they're doing with that 7 to 10 hours a week. And uh, we get into negotiating techniques. We get into surefire techniques to master fear, lots of that stuff. So we really are excited about that uh, to, get you on, uh, to get you to that event. And, guys, it, a lot of you who have been through uh, the event got our uh, other package, and you guys can come for free to this. And I think the yeah, alumni so now is like 2 Actually, uh, and, Brian, and, I think uh, Ron actually offered the uh, Taking Action uh, workshop uh, write down your calendar. It's October 20, I mean, August 22nd, 23rd, two days prior to the alumni, which is August 24th and 25th. That's the alumni event. I think I said it was. So that's four, four days for really cheap. So if you're not already coming back to a quick start, uh, that would be a really highlight for your schedule because that's an yeah, alumni event. Remember, it's just like this alumni call. That's only people who have been to the Quick Start can come to that. So, and we really get into a lot of uh, deal structuring, and you guys can bring your leads, and we'll work your leads at that too. Just like and we, you know what, you know what I really like about the alumni event. Um, 
is that uh, it's a great boot camp. It's smaller than the Quick Start Real Estate School. Mm-hmm. And um, Ron and is running it, of course, and we're there. And we actually get to, you get out in the real world and get to start to implement all these techniques that you learn at the Quick Start Real Estate School. And then when you get to the alumni, we can hone in on any roadblocks and obstacles you've had once you take it out into the real world and implement it. So just mark your calendar. It's the same hotel. Taking action is free. Um, August 22nd, 23rd, Jacksonville, Florida, same hotel, uh, the alumni event. Uh, only $250. Get registered. That's August 24th and 25th. So like Brian said, right. mark your calendars. So and guys, is there anybody in the queue uh, yet? We have our son, Kale, actually, um, is helping us out if you want to. Thank you, Kale. Thank um, you, Kale. He's man- mandating the queue. Man, um, is there anybody guys, in the queue yet? Yeah, and so we want to actually, guys, don't forget, you hit star six. To get into the queue now a bunch of we do have leads from a few of you so anybody who sent in the leads for sure hit star six to get into the queue and then anybody who has any questions at all hit star six um, and get in the queue don't hit star six twice like when that said because then it'll, that'll take you out of the queue um, <laughs> that's right yeah so uh, go ahead and and uh, get on board and should we take our first call sure Hi, who's who is this with us? Hi, Brian and Lynette. This is Susan Ross. How are you? Hi, well, how are you? Hello, Susan. I knew I could. Hello. Call. You know, you learn. Um, so I have much every time. Every time you come on, I'm sorry. What? Everything. Yeah, I was gonna say you learn so uh, much. I have. I send in a. I send in a property information sheet. Got it. I got it right here. And um, okay. just so I can share this with everybody, it's a clean, cool home. Right, let's have um, Susan tell us about it, Lynette. Okay. Susan, tell us about the house. Yeah. Tell us um, how much what's do you... The, what's the I, important numbers? Yes. What are the important numbers? I got it from, I got it from my VA, and um, I, uh, it's a yes lead. It's, um, uh, I was thinking of doing owner financing on it, and it's, uh, it's, uh, free and clear. Okay, free so, and clear. That's one, of, that's one of the important numbers we need to know. And what right. are they asking? Um, they're asking. I have the I have the property information Seven. sheet here somewhere too. I can't find it. <laughs> yeah, they're okay. I'll run through the numbers, Susan. Um, they're asking seven fifty thousand. Okay. It's worth eight hundred thousand. It's free and clear. They said yes, they would take monthly payments for their equity. Yes, they would lease purchase if we're responsible for maintenance and repairs. The house needs no repairs. It's in great shape. And it's four bedroom, three bath, 2,900 square feet. Right. And it's in a good area. And I did look it up on Zillow and Zillow, or not Zillow, ABC, uh, Real Estate ABC. I looked it up and uh, so. The price is a little bit higher than what they're asking for it. It's, um, you know, I should have wrote this stuff down. Sorry. <laughs> yes, and um, you know what? That's a really good point, though, Susan. Every one of you guys, if mm-hmm. you stay organized with your files, you will you will be head and shoulders above other people because most people are real disorganized. Now, if you keep a good file, if you have a yes lead. And it, it basically mm-hmm. becomes file-worthy. You should have some manila folders 
handy. And because basically, if you got a yes lead, I probably want you to look at Zillow. I for sure want you to look at Zillow before you even call. You should know this estimate. If you have a yes lead, you should be prepared. Now, you don't have to go, go on Zillow, although you know there's not a real harm in it. You should go on Zillow constantly. I'll tell you right now, it's a Zillow world out there, folks. So you gotta you gotta know Zillow and get good on it, and you've got to put a Zillow profile. So you, like put everybody. There's a way you can put your professional profile and a picture on there, so you get business through that. But everybody should know how to do Zillow really well. And if you wanted to, and you get fast at it, you could look Zillow up on every single house, every single yes and no. I don't want it to slow you down, but every yes, you should definitely be looking at it. Because I tell you what, the seller knows what this estimate is probably, and it probably factored into their thinking when yeah. it came to picking a price. And so it's important that you right. understand. I, every, go ahead. I, I do have it on my uh, dreams. Uh, it's in my dream system. So uh, the value that came through from Zillow was 800000 Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's good. And they're asking seven fifty. Now, another thing that we right. need to know uh, as part of the equation is, does it need any repairs? No, it's no. in gorgeous condition. Okay, that's great. Yes. And they said they would be open to lease purchase. One thing that's really good to know on all these, and this will sort of, you know, this will let you know whether you're looking at a deal or not, is when you get your comps. So with this estimate, you can think, okay, the purchase price is maybe, maybe they're good on purchase price. Maybe they're even giving me 50 grand of free equity in this. But the other part, the other part of the equation that you need an estimate on is the monthly payment, because you're going to pay the seller something, and you got to make sure that you can get more than what you're paying the seller. Otherwise, you got negative cash flow. So, did anything come okay. up on? Have you talked to the seller yet, Susan? No, I haven't. Okay. So, uh, do we know what the payment is on the mortgage per month? Or this was being clear. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty clear. Yeah, they'll show the uh, rent comps on the lead property information sheet, but, I mean, obviously this house is, um, you know, an $800,000 house, almost 3,000 square feet. So we have and a Do you have a guess that, on how much you could rent that property for per month? I probably could rent it for, for more than, uh, for probably more than, or probably 3,500 a month. Okay, 3,500. Yeah, at least, yeah. Okay, and so yeah. what we would want to do is negotiate the lowest possible payment that we can with our seller. Now, on these higher-priced mm -hmm. properties, it usually makes sense to buy them with a lease purchase because if you buy them with owner financing, your payment's a lot higher than if you bought it as a lease purchase. So they might give you, pretty, they might give you a lot of room. Now, you're going to have to work something out. You're going to have to say, okay, if we did lease it from you, uh, if we did a lease purchase, what's the least you'd be, you know, you would accept per month? And so then you got to figure out if that's, you know, what they say. Sometimes they'll say something unreasonable. Oh, like uh, we'd have to get like five thousand dollars a month or something. And maybe they're really not aware of it. And sometimes when you ask them this question, uh, they haven't really done their homework. So especially on a free and clear house when they have no payment to go by. They might kind of be out in the dark when you say, what's, you know, what's the least you'd take? And so sometimes you've got to kind of guide people. I, I think of us as shepherds sometimes. So what do we need to do? We need to shepherd them into a good, a good number for us, obviously, and something around two grand would be nice. 
but you, you know, you you have no idea what the seller's expectations are until you ask the question. Now that's where people, that's where a lot of us get hung up, guys. We almost we're so scared of them possibly saying the wrong answer to a question that the, we're kind of afraid to ask it. So we say, you know you're kind of afraid to say what's the lease you'll take per month, you know, and some, those words got to come out of your mouth because no deal gets done until all the numbers get figured out. And if you guys are kind of, you know, getting a deal sort of halfway done and then it kind of falls apart, it's because you're not getting all those numbers and you got to help people make all those little decisions. Like what are the numbers you need to know on a, on a seller financing deal or any deal subject to sandwich lease purchase or anything? You need to know purchase price. Then you need to know monthly payment. You need to know term, which is how long you get to have the property for. And then you need to know down payment. Okay, so if you get the answer to those four things, you can write up a contract and buy that house. Okay, but if you get hung up along the way and don't get those four answers, uh, then you don't get the deal. Okay, so that's why you got to keep when, – when we say ABC, always be closing, that's what you need to be doing. You need to be thinking, I need to fill out these four blanks or I can't get to the end. Okay. okay, so that's that's the key with the closing call to try to work that stuff out. Now, if sometimes I'm okay if you guys, you know, work out like half of the equation on the phone, and then, you know, you can tell that they're flexible, you can tell that they're going to give you some time. That's the part of the equation you've got to figure out before you go out there. If, if they think maybe you're just paying them cash, then you should not be driving out there. But if you say, hey, you know, uh, it looks good to, you know, it, will you give us at least a couple years uh, before we pay you off in full? And if you can get a yes to that, then, you know, then I'm okay with you going out to a house and uh, yeah. trying so to work like out. Like Ryan said, when, when you're role-playing on this free and clear house, you're obviously going to say, you know, what's the most amount of time you would give us to pay you off in full? And if they say, well, what do you mean? And that's when you can say, that's when that's when you can say that uh, we usually put it on a 30-year term, and uh, sometimes the seller would want like a balloon payment, 15, 20 years. You know, so we always throw out the big numbers, and you would be surprised. You would not, you know, I'm not surprised, but you guys are probably surprised how often we get sellers that give us 30 years, right, Brian? On, well, and and, uh, and that's how, uh, guys, and that's how aggressive you are with your ask on this. Okay, so. Uh, the three steps of the sales process that I come back to a lot is, uh, number one, make friends. And if you guys have the gift of gab and you're good at chatting people up, that's a really good trait. So number one, make friends. Number two, push the benefits. And number three, ask for the sale. So with our push the benefits, what you guys need, you know, you need to be talking about, oh, this is going to be so great. What are, what's my – the two biggest things in the pretty house world that we're saying right now is uh, – I, and you guys should write these down because they're really good USPs, unique selling propositions. These should go on your advertising and your signs and stuff. One is no commissions, comma, no, no closing costs, comma, no hassles, exclamation point. Okay, that's a good one. People don't want the hassles. Some people just want to sell the house, and you can tell them, hey, look, you, are you really thinking about listing this house? You know, you're going to have to interview like three or four or five or how many agents and they all have their, you know, ways of doing it or whatever. And then you've got to be showing the house over and over and be leaving for showings. Plus, you got to fix this house up. And, you, you know, I don't care about that. I'll take it exactly as it is. And so I'll buy it today right now. You know, you sign right here, and, and this deal's done. You don't have to worry about it for another second. 
So that's what I'm talking about, no commissions, no closing costs, no hassles. Okay, and then the second thing we like to say is uh, sell now for full price. Okay, so you're shooting for pretty house sellers, not just uglies. So sometimes, like, if you guys like to do signs, people think those signs are just looking for ugly houses, when in reality, you know, we're really more looking for pretty houses. So if you say sell now for full price, it gives people the impression you're looking for nicer houses, too. So we don't mind you using the word pretty, uh, you know, in your ads. Right, hon? Yes, that is correct. So, Susan, are you ready to go ahead and uh, call the seller up and just let them know that... Uh, that would like to go ahead and um, a common way that we buy your house is with what's called owner financing, which just means we buy the house and close on it right away and make payments to you until it's paid off in full. And then they say, when would it get paid off in full? And that's when they say, now we'll go ahead and set up the financing our standard way, which is 30-year term. Sometimes we can put a balloon payment in there, usually around the 15-year point, but that's not required. Um, but if they hesitate, you can bring that balloon down. Now, we tell the seller, of course, our goal is to get you cash out much sooner as soon as possible. That's when we make our money. Um, so that's when you go ahead. Do you feel comfortable where you can go ahead and ask the seller that very important question, Susan? Yes, I do. Thank you very much, Lynette. I have your and Brian's scripts so I can follow the scripts. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, that's a big part now when you can be uh, – and you're going to kind of know the situation by the time you get to that question a lot of times. You're going to know – uh, where they're moving or what their story is or, you know, is it an older couple? Is it uh, somebody who's retired or is it somebody just moving to a bigger house or what? So you'll kind of know what, you know, what their possible expectations may be on the length of term. Now, usually we'll, you know, we'll walk that length of term back. So in the negotiating process, you start at 30. And a lot of times I'll say, you know, hey, some of our sellers, uh, they don't want you know all the cash right away, and they're fine with us just making payments, and we'll just set it up on a 30-year term. So they're basically like the bank, and they're fine with that. Now, uh, would that something like that work for you? And then you're just letting them know that that's a possibility, but you're not pushing it on them. And then they say, well, I don't think that would work for us because you know that's way too long. And then you say, well, guess what? We can set it up, you know, amortize it over 30 years, but we can put a balloon payment in there where the whole payment, you know, we pay you off in full. Now, we sometimes we'll put those at 15 years, something like that. Would that work for you? And, okay, now 15 is still too long for a lot of people. And so you kind of walk it back. From there, I usually say 5 to 10. Would 5 to 10 years work? We usually like to get at least 5 to 10 years. And if they, it depends on how much pushback you get. And I talk about this all the time. I want you guys to kind of push until you get pushed back. But the whole thing is you want to negotiate up to the point where you think you might kind of offend them. You know, you don't want to get them upset, and you don't want them thinking, gee, you know, this person's pushing too hard or something. But you do want to get the best deal. So you kind of, uh, you know, and that's where building rapport comes in. If you've taken a little time and built rapport and, you know, you get a, you're, they, they like you and everything, you can say a lot of things. And Lynette gets away with some amazing, you know, negotiating lines. <laughs> I can't believe some of the things she says. And I, I'm sitting there thinking the person's about to, you know, react negatively. And they go, oh, well, I guess, you know, sure. I don't, <laughs> just I don't like know we say, what just it like is. We, say, we, we usually put nothing down. And they say, okay. And, you know, a lot of times, uh, so let me ask you, Susan, back to this deal. 
Um, how are you going to? Oh, guys, by the way, guys, don't forget to get in the queue as we work on this, you know, as we're talking about this deal and giving you guys overall tips. I want specific questions, and some of you guys sent in deals. So we, the queue is not real full right now, so all you've got to do is hit star six. It will put you into the queue, and then we can chat with you and, and answer any questions or deal questions you may have. Okay, so, so okay. Uh, Susan, uh, how, how are you going to uh, uh, broach the topic of the monthly payment on a free and clear house? Um, I think I should let him tell me what That's he would right. like the to get. That's right. The seller makes you the offer. That's the correct answer. Okay? Yes. Now, if he says, well, how much can you pay me every month? You say, well, I'm so glad you brought that up. That's, by the way, that's a writer downer, you guys. I'm so glad you brought that up. It's a way of segueing okay. into, uh, segueing into getting the seller to make you the offer. That is very important that, number one, you don't talk too much. Number two, you have the seller make you the offer. So then you would just say, okay. well, obviously you, know, you have uh, no monthly payment on the house besides property taxes and insurance, which, of course, we'll be taking over. So actually, let me ask you, what would be the least amount per month you could take? Is that the best you can do? So you really need to okay. get the seller to make you the offer. Okay? Okay. Wish me luck. I'm going to get the that call you tomorrow. Go ahead and uh, make the call now. <laughs> yeah. Overcome the fear. The whole thing is just following the scripts and, uh, you know, just reading the scripts. And, guys, the more you get comfortable. And I realize, you know, we have a DVD in our system, and a lot of you guys have our system that's a role-play DVD. And you can put your manual right in front of you and open it up and read the scripts out loud to the characters on the TV and practice it without risking anything. And I'm telling you, every time your lips form these words, you get better at it and you get more comfortable. And the more comfortable you are, the more confidence you project. And that makes a huge difference when you're talking to sellers. So I don't want you practicing the first time you've ever said these scripts, you know, is when you've got a yes lead and, you know, it's, it's got a $50,000 equity spread. I'd rather have you practice with the TV first. So don't forget to do that. And, guys, no matter if you have our system or not, I don't care what, you've got to practice your scripts. And you guys all were at the quick start, so you've got the, man, the scripts in the manual. And so you just, you know, role play with people, practice those scripts. That's a huge thing to this business. In fact, I've talked about this before where if you really want to understand a business, a business especially like ours, really if you, under, if you got checklists and if you got the scripts. If you got the checklist of what you need to do and then you got the scripts of what you need to say, that's what it boils down to. I could learn how to, you know, you could learn, I could teach anybody how to sell a car if we had the perfect scripts sitting in front of them and it'd probably be five pages. So really, guys, the scripts you need for the pretty house business just boils down to the big three. So you guys should all know this now. You, you're gonna, the first one is subject two. And when we talk about working out, you know, those four things, remember those four things we have to work out? What was those again? Purchase price is the first one, monthly payment, length of term, and down payment. Now, guess what the cool thing about the first uh, pretty house co uh, closing call, subject to, this is why we call it the low-hanging fruit, is because you don't, all that stuff's figured out. All you've got to do is say, will you sell us the house for what you owe on it? And when they say yes... Now, remember, they've got to owe maybe 85 or 90% of what the house is worth. You're not asking somebody who owes 100000 on a $200,000 house that question. But if they owe 170 or more, you are asking them that. 
so will you sell your house? Will you sell us the house for what you own it? They say yes. You got your purchase price figured out, and then you say, will you keep the loan in your name for a little while? That's not exactly how you ask it, but basically you get that across. They say yes to that. Then everything else is figured out because there's a term to that loan, there's a payment to that loan, and there's no down payment because they're selling to you for what they owe on it. So that's why everything gets worked out so easy with a deal like that. So that's the first closing call you use. Then the other two are owner financing closing call and sandwich lease purchase closing call. That's right. Susan, so um, do you feel comfortable you're going to get on the phone and call the seller tonight? Tonight? It's tonight. already almost 7 o'clock here. I don't know that I can call them tonight. That's okay. That's okay. 7 o'clock at night, that's a good time to call. Okay. Lynette, Are you gonna fo- I want you to follow up with an email, for- Susan. I need you to call me to confirm that you called the seller tonight. When okay. We hang up. Okay. Now, on a free and clear house, your normal uh, default script will be an owner financing closing call script. Okay, unless, now like this deal, when you have a very high-priced property like that, uh, like I said before, usually the payments are going to be more reasonable if you do a lease purchase, and they won't ask for as much down. Now, if you try to buy this house with owner financing, there's a decent chance they'll say, well, we need 5% down. What's 5%? It's like 35 grand. You're not doing that. But if you're, le- no. you're purchasing it, a lot of times you can say, well, what we normally do on a sandwich lease purchase Here's the here's two well, you really put nothing down because you know, but then that's yeah. What we normally do is maybe like first and last month's rent. You can right. you can give them that first and last month's mm-hmm. rent. That's fine because that's going to be some much smaller amount. Now, in a house of this size, that's going to be maybe seven grand, so it's not nothing. But uh, you know, you you want to keep your costs down, obviously, in the beginning. Now, what should you get from your lease purchase buyer on a property like this? I mean, let's, let's hope that you could negotiate like a five-year term. And in lease purchases, sometimes mm-hmm. you can do like three years with one renewal for three years. And it, it, le- it sounds, mm-hmm. you know, less scary than six years. So that's probably how I'd write it. I'd be shooting for at least something like that. Although Lynette just got on stage, we were just in Cincinnati, and she just negotiated a 20-year lease purchase, which I... That's right. Yeah, it's it, crazy. We always, we always say, um, Mr. Seller or Mrs. Seller, would you rather have a lease purchase your house or buy it? And they usually say, buy it. Um, but this particular seller said, I prefer a lease purchase. So even though it was 20 years, um, I went ahead and uh, me and the student went forward with it. So... Yeah, and, and so, but normally on a lease purchase, you know, if you can get six years basically by saying what we normally do, and, and guys, everybody should write down this phrase, the way we usually work it is. And yes, that right, will and that's a really you, good phrase. That will save you a lot of times because you won't, you'll kind of be stumbling around, or, and then you'll think, okay, I remember how we're supposed to do this, but how do I explain this is how we do it? Just that's what you say, the way we usually work it is, and when you say we, you're talking about all the Ron LeGrand students all across the country for the last 30 years who've been doing it this way. So when you, you say the way we usually work it is we pay little or nothing down, that's what we do, okay? And so people, a lot of times people will just accept that at face value. And they'll say, oh, that's the way you usually work it? Okay, I guess so. You know, and so that's, that's a phrase that will help you. And the way we usually work it on a lease purchase is we'd like to get, 
you know, as long as we can. Five years, yeah. What's the most you can give us? Yeah. And But, Brian, you made a really good point because, um, you know, when you say now we'll go ahead and set it up, um, our lease purchase, a real common way, a standard way that we do it um, is with uh, a 10-year term with one renewal if need be at our discretion. Right. Now, of course, our goal is to get you cash out much sooner, and as soon as yes. possible, okay. the better, that's when we make our money. That, that's a very good point. Now, the other thing about this is, guys, is you always reassure, even if they're kind of, uh, you know, sketchy about giving you three to five years, which I really want you to get three to five years, even if you're just getting three years or even if you're just getting two, I don't like to do it for less than two, but, uh, you know, even if they're giving you a short time, you can say, look, here, here's how it works, though. We like to get to three years or five years because we like to have a little cushion. Uh, however, remember, our goal is to get these people cashed out as quickly as possible, so a lot of times it happens within the first six to 12 months. So we might have this set up for a three- to five-year period, but – uh, many times, you know, it's going to be done much, much sooner and wrapped up sooner. And guess what? When you get this final paycheck, you're going to be making ten or twenty thousand dollars more off this house than you would have if you sold it through an agent. So, uh, isn't that? Won't that be great? So remember, keep pushing the benefits. That's that's my favorite thing. That, yes, push the benefits. You're great at that, honey. Yes. And so, do we have any other questions on that one? I so you're going to do the owner financing closing call. You're going to try to figure out what's the least that he'll take. You know, remember, there's no other than their asking price. There's no mortgage that you can say. You know, is that what you'll take? Um, so you'll just say, you know, uh, I see you're asking 750. Is that the best you can do? And so you'll see what you can get on that. But guys, it, when you already have some equity, when they're already giving you that, it's way more important not to offend them off the purchase price. In fact. Tell them you'll pay them. That's why we advertise we'll pay full price because the way more important than the price is, is how long you can get. If you can get a 10-year term on something, the purchase price, you know, ten or 20000 either way, doesn't even matter that much if you hold a property for five or ten years. Uh, it's going to be hugely profitable. So that's, that's why it's more important not to, you know, not to upset the apple cart over, you know, the purchase price when the important thing is really how long of a term you can get. Right, hon? Yeah. Okay. So, Especially um, if you can get nothing down. Uh, so, okay. So. All right. Well, I feel very confident. The reason I'm giving uh, Susan um, pressuring her in this degree is because she's been around for a little bit here. How many quick starts have you been to, too? Yes. All right. So. I want you to do this, and uh, if you uh, if you need some help, just let me know. Okay, thanks a lot, Lynette. Yes. Yep, you got our number. So. Awesome. All right. I'm gonna so give them a call. We got uh, the next one in the queue, Kale. Okay. Let me hang on one second. Oh, we have a lead sheet here from Randy. Randy, are you here? Go ahead and hit our text. Yeah, Randy. Oh, Hi. Hello. Hello. Uh, who who is this? We you. Hey, we you. Oh, we just saw you. We you. <laughs> Tell everybody where you're from. I am from Youngstown, Ohio. Yep. Owning down. How you guys doing? Doing great. Wonderful. You in Cincinnati. So you yeah. are a very recent alumni, like a couple days. That's, That's great. <laughs> 
That's way to get on the call. Yeah, ah. you. Do you do all those assignments like I told you from the boot camp? I have been doing part of them, but honestly, I was so tired I passed out yesterday. <laughs> Guys, do you mind if I take a second? Guys, listen, here's the assignments I give at the quick start, if you don't remember. Now, all of you guys should have heard these when we gave them to you at the quick start. But the number one is, Lynette, do you remember all these? Oh, yeah. What's number one? Number one, you want to read over your notes because when you go home, this is a fire hose of information. And uh, so when you get home, read over your great notes because the more you learn, the more you earn. And when you read through those notes, they end up being subconsciously. Yes, and guys, even if you haven't been to the Quick Start in a while, anytime you need a refresher, go back to your notes, go back to the manual. And studying, you know, out of your 7 to 10 hours a week that I always talk about, uh, part of that 7 to 10 hours should be looking over your materials and maybe doing role plays or uh, with somebody else and practicing and studying. So that's, that's an important part. The second thing is schedule. And so schedule. The schedule makes it real. That's right. So we like 7 to 10 hours somewhere in that ballpark every week. You know, and, and then remember the numbers. It's going to be 7 to 10 hours a week. And we're trying to get at least 20 to 40 or 50 calls to sellers, so actual closing calls, and then hopefully resulting in four to eight appointments. Okay, so that's what, where the seven to ten hours is going. And then, so that's your schedule. And then number three is that bio where you just have a little oh, short, yeah. Yeah, a little short uh, explanation of who you are that you can explain you know, to people quickly. Uh, so we, then, we, 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 you. Um, yes. What's your three-line bio? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot, man. You can handle it. I would say that um, I did not write it out, but if I was to say it right now, I'd say that I spent several years in the mental health field, uh, working with children, having an entertainment background, uh, parents are foreign from Boston, lived in Youngstown most of my life, and um, I invest in properties around the area, and I'd love to buy, love awesome. to buy your house. That is great. Very that good. That was an now, awesome three-line bio. Yes, so you get – now, what do you get from that? You get that he's charitable at heart. So that makes someone more trustworthy, guys. Anytime uh, you do charitable stuff, like, and you know we always, Ron and us believe so much in that. We give so much stuff to charity, so that's always huge for us. Uh, plus, so he does good work, and he also invests in properties around the area. I like when he said, uh, I grew up or most of my life in uh, Youngstown area. So if you guys are, have been in the same area for a long time, that's good to mention something about that. And then you ended up with, uh, what was your last line about helping people, right? Uh, Investing. He buys and sells in the area. Right, right. Right. So, guys, that's a good wrap-up. And now some of you guys think a lot and talk too much. You better time this thing. It shouldn't be more than about 15 or 20 seconds, or it's too long. So, And Ryu talks pretty fast, so his was probably under 10 <laughs> seconds, so that's good. Um, so that's the third thing we want you to have. And then the last just, assignment just, is... Here's what's going to happen. Put so. together. Oh. Yeah, can I just say one last thought on that, uh, your little bio? What's going to happen is if you don't kind of tell them at some point who you are or some little tidbit about you, when they start to get serious and they, they're thinking, okay, well, I think I might sell my house to this person, they're going to say, now, who are you again? Or what are, you know, do you have a company or what, what is this? And, you know, remember, we're talking about things that a lot of people aren't that familiar with, 
and so they're not that familiar with some of the creative financing techniques. So the more comfortable they are with you and the more you build that rapport, helped out by your bio, that's really important. So the number four thing is create buying packets. So That's right. Yeah. Put together your um, buying packages. Keep them in your car because, uh, you know, your mind will say, why am I putting together these packages? Because you're going to go home and buy some houses. You're not putting houses under contract. You're never going to get paychecks. That's exactly right. So that's, uh, that's our four little assignments. And if you can do all of those and continue to study, not just the one time, but on an ongoing basis. So we, you, uh, yep. are, where are you at after the event? Do you have leads uh, for us? Yes, I do have a lead. Um, I, I had a bunch of them I was going to go through, but I only got through one. Uh, but okay. I speak to somebody today. Um, this is a house that he 0360 on. It's asking 470. Um, I went through the proper information sheet, and he said, um, I uh, because obviously I couldn't ask for ask for B. I said, well, if we can agree on price, could we intercept all responsibility for future repairs, which you consider at least purchase? He said no, but he said he was definitely willing to take a discount. Uh, for 450 to 460 on the house. I know Donnie had several like that as well. So a question that was in our head was, is that an option or are we out? And I probably I was looking for the no script. Okay, so if somebody isn't going to give you terms at all, I mean obviously that's a huge part of this. And anytime, and like I've been, you know, not harping on, but like I repeat often, the terms is more important than the purchase price and everything else in this pretty house world. So. If they say, well, I'm only going to give you uh, uh, not six months or something. Now, if you can get 90 days from somebody, you're gonna, you can write a purchase and sale contract for cash for 90 days, and you're basically writing an option. You can do it one of two ways. You can write a purchase and sale contract like that with a 90-day clo- to close, or you can just write the option contract that's on the Gold Club site. So you can write it up either way. Now, if somebody wants cash, they're not going to give you any time or any significant time beyond, you know, 90 days to close. You're going to say, look, I, and but here's the key on this. You have to figure out a way you can add value. The, the whole secret of real estate is you finding a property and figuring out a way that you can add value on it so you can charge a lot more. Okay, so the way we do it is we ask the seller for time and it's the time value of money because these lease purchase buyers will pay more because uh, they have bad credit and need time to get it fixed. And so they get to move into this nice house. So that's how we add value. Basically, we add value with reading a script and knowing how to fill the paperwork out. We don't swing hammers. We don't you know, mess with the house. Uh, maybe we order somebody to go pick up some, you know, we, we hire somebody to go pick up some stu- the landscaping or something. But essentially, this is a white-collar position nobody is working you know you guys just got to get good at talking on the phone and that's why i love how we can add value so also through the deal structuring if we're smart we can add value you know that way too now this uh, on an option how do we add value because we're paying cash okay that's the trick of it see we, we don't get time no normally time is how we add value now we don't have time i mean we have 90 days so what do we got we got to get some kind of a lower, we got to get a discount mostly. So if you think a house is worth, you know, if the Zestimate, and, you know, I'm not a total, total believer in Zestimates, but let's say it's 600 and they're willing to part with the house for, 
I don't know, 520 or something like that. Um, now, and, and it's in pretty good condition, like showable where you don't have to touch it. Because remember, guys, you aren't going to own this house, and I don't want you pu putting any money in this thing. So basically you want to get a house that's, uh, you know, pretty in good shape, okay, because you're selling it for cash to a cash-out buyer. The only way you can sell it is to a cash-out buyer. Normally we like to sell to lease purchase buyers. But on a cash deal like this where all they'll give you is an option, you need to find a cash-out buyer. So why would a cash-out buyer buy this house instead of all the houses that are listed on the MLS? Well, that's why you need to get the house for a discount because either, number one, one of two things, it, it will give you what attracts a good buyer. One, the house is very distinctive or it's unusual in some way. It's on a corner lot. It, it's got the coolest pool in the neighborhood. Uh, something about this house is going to win somebody over where they just emotionally get connected to this house and they want it even though it costs more than, you know, the other houses. Even that's though right, your so dollars per square foot is a little out of whack, okay, honestly. Right, Brian, that's a good point. So um, the seller, Dave, I'm looking at the, the sheet here, uh, says it's worth about 500000 Your comps are 500000 Is that right, we use? There was, yeah, there was a house that sold um, – Earlier in the year, that was very similar as far as comps for about about 507, a little bit more in square footage, but, but for about 507, he mentioned it. And so when I asked us, I said, uh, I can't remember what question I asked on the, on the scripts, he said he would accept 450 to 460. So Right, I see that. So if, if uh, you know, basically if we're doing a straight option, you're going to need um, a decent amount of spread. Right. And, uh, so if you can get it for four fifty, if you can get it under contract for four fifty, and he will give you ninety days to close. And guys, this is kind of an important thing. You shouldn't lead them to believe that you have the cash and you are going to close on this house. Okay, you, you can let them know that you have a lot of really great marketing methods and you know, but you aren't going to close on the house if you can't find a buyer. And sometimes in the, you'll say the same thing on a lease purchase deal, but uh, especially if they want a lot down. So, but in this case, basically you're offering to buy this house for cash. So uh, you need to take over the Zillow listing and you need to take over the marketing and you need to, our, our way of doing it is have a big, huge open house. So our thing would be, that's the other way, guys, that you can add value. You can add a bunch of urgency in the sales process and that will get people bidding like an auction where people bid, bid it up. So what we do is we do a one-hour open house. We don't do four-hour open houses. You wouldn't recognize our open house if you were thinking of a realtor open house because a realtor open house is a bunch of people kind of wandering around and, and leaving a card maybe. You know, what we're talking about is like a, an event. You know, it's, That's right. We, we create a frenzy, urgency, what's going on. People don't want to miss out. Yeah, and um, so that's why one hour we, uh, open house on Saturday. We actually, we actually did. Um, I think we showed you the video there. We you um, recently we did a two day field trip uh, with Joey, and um, we had six. Um, there was about forty five uh, people that came to the one hour open house on this two day field trip. When you're a master, um, you're eligible for a two day field trip when you pay all cash as a master. Anyway, um, there was 45, yeah, about 45 people that came through the one-hour open house. We got six different buyers to put in uh, applications with non-refundable option deposits. Now, that and, uh, there was we were selling that house on terms. 
So you're going to get, you know, a good turnout there. Now, if you're doing this one-hour open house on a cash sale, you're going to put a big sign in the yard that says, we'll work with agents, because normally you've got enough spread. Now, do we have enough spread? Let's say that we could get this house for fifty grand less. Let's say we put it on the market for seven ninety nine. That's probably what I would do. I'd get it under contract for seven fifty. I'd put it. I'd I'd instantly, you know, uh, put it on Zillow. Get all the pictures up. I'd put it on the market for seven ninety nine, and then I would ask them, you know, if I can hold an open house. Is this vacant? Did you say? Yeah, it's vacant. Okay, so I would do. Is it in a gated community? Uh, no. Okay, so that's the one thing that kind of hangs up on an open house. But if it's not, I'd do a big open house as soon as you can get control of the property, as soon as you get the paperwork signed. Let them know that you have a lot of really good methods that you're going to get this house marketed, including you do an incredible one-hour open house that really gets all the people to turn out. And uh, you might remember now, if you say we'll work with agents, or sometimes if it's a really ritzy house, we'll say we'll cooperate with brokers if you want to sound fancy. Uh, But if you do on an $800,000 sale, if you get a full price offer and sell for full price at $800,000, how much of a commission are you going to pay? Now, no, normally people think of 6%. The seller signs a deal that says they're going to pay 6%. But if you, are, you say we'll cooperate with brokers, it means they can bring somebody in, and how much are you going to pay them? 3%. Oh, 3%. Yeah. So you don't have to pay 3% on your side uh, because you don't have an agent on your side. So you, but you have to calculate, now, how much is 3% going to cost me? So if it's an eight hundred thousand dollar sale, that's twenty four grand. So that's half your profit. So that's why you know hopefully you get somebody who comes in with no agent. However, if you get somebody who comes in with an agent, you're not going to walk away from twenty five grand profit. So that's that's the key on these options. If you can market the heck out of it, if you can get them to let you have it for ninety days, and you tell them that you've got some great marketing methods and. You know, you're going to do your best to sell it, and you throw it up on Zillow, and it's in a hot area, and it shows great. That, that's the way to make money off these options. We have, like, two of them uh, still um, from that field trip that are, have huge money. We just got one uh, lined up where uh, they're paying us 10% down, and that one's in the same price range as this. We're asking 850 on that one. So we're yeah. about to get a, a down payment of 85 grand on that one. So. Yeah, that's a similar one. When you get these high, some of these high-priced properties, you get some huge down payments too. But now this is, we're talking about an option where you're getting all cash on this deal. Do you have any other questions about that one? Um, no, I just Donnie had several like that as well. So we were just wondering if those are straight options, and you guys answered. Yeah, questions. and you know what? Honestly, I would say watch for you know see how much of a spread you can get them down to. And see if you can get them to agree to give you 90 days. Uh, but, again, this isn't your standard pretty house model. It can be a lucrative model if they're willing to give you enough cash and be cooperative and the house is vacant and it shows great, and you can do an open house on it and maybe hook a, a really good buyer and make a quick, you know, 50 grand or something like that. So that's, that's what you're shooting for on these option deals. And they can be great. I mean, uh, so don't, don't turn them down. You know, whatever you say, when, even when they, and sometimes people make that mistake. They think, oh, we're just looking for people who give us terms. Not necessarily. For the ones who won't give you terms, 
if they give you, you know, some a free equity, if they give you a little bit of room, uh, sometimes you can still make a real nice profit off of those, even just selling for cash. Okay, and it was great seeing you and Donnie at the event, and uh, you guys are going to tear it up. You guys, uh, I'm really excited about watching your your progress here. Looking forward to it. We are so excited for you, we you. Thank you. Looking forward to it. You bet. Thank All right. you. That is uh, that was a great call, Lynette. That was really fun, guys. Um, one of our, uh, you know what, our our fifth little assignment. We went through those assignments. My last little fifth assignment. And we talked about this. Is pick your next event. Pick where you're coming to next. Okay, where are you going to come to? Uh, one of the quick starts, remember those are free and that's uh, very training intensive. So it's, you know, it's like the school. That's why we call it the school. So come back to the quick start. You guys can come back for free for a year, 500 bucks for after that. Um, you can bring people with you. Don't forget that. So if you know another investor or something, you can bring people along. Uh, and if you're working with them, I think it's free if you're working with them, or 500 bucks if they, you know. Well, yeah, if it's a family member or you know your uh, partner, you don't want to just you know bring yes. a random person. But, yeah. Uh, so bring yeah. you know and and come back to the quick start or now the summit. Uh, that's a real exciting event. People get jazzed up, and we do a lot of deal structuring. People are bringing their leads into the deal room and stuff. So we'll probably see a couple of you guys at that one coming right up. And then don't forget the alumni event. So everybody on this call who obviously is an alumni from the Quick Start can come to the alumni event down in Jacksonville. Most of the events are going to be in Jacksonville since Ron is based there. So, uh, and the business management is coming up, our taking action event. So get a schedule. Go on the Gold Club frequently. All you guys, I'm assuming, are Gold Club members, and uh, you should go on there and you know, be looking at the paperwork, looking at there's some awesome training. Uh, we have some live seller calls up there that you can watch. That's always good. Uh, we got some of those on the YouTube as well. So anytime you can watch training, that just makes you that much smarter, and you get to you reach your goals that much faster. And and if you haven't been to the implementation boot camp yet, that is phenomenal because that dream system is incredible. It does everything for you. That's I mean, it is like unbelievable. So if you have any questions it. about that. Yeah, it does comps. It does all this work for you. That uh, and it, it organizes all your files. And organization is a is a key to being as su successful as you can be. So, and that's what we wish for all you guys: huge success. So that's right. Come on the call next month. You'll. We're always on this. Lynette and Brian are always on the alumni call, which is always the fourth Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific and 7 p.m. Eastern time. So That's right. we'll hear from you guys next month. And don't forget to turn in leads and call in with your questions. This was an awesome call, and we look forward to seeing you real soon, you guys, at yes. the next event. Take care, everybody. Okay. Keep taking action. And expecting success. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>